All right. Welcome back to another edition of Secondhand Sports Emergency Pod. Secondhand, the secondhand sirens are going off. Wee woo, wee woo, wee woo. Brian Kelly, head coach, former head coach of Notre Dame. Well, he might be head coach for a little while if they have a, a bowl game, but head coach of Notre Dame coming to LSU. We don't have the details of the deal yet, but the wait is over. Finally, after the Lincoln Riley drama earlier um, yesterday or um, yeah, yesterday, <laughs> yesterday was Sunday. It's been such a the carousel is a long one, um, but finally we have an answer to who will be the replacement to the national championship head coach Ed Ogeron, Brian Kelly. Um, yeah, crazy, crazy day. Uh, obviously, it started off with rumors, and uh, we can go right into our. I'll, I'll go right into my initial takes. I got Matthew and Gunner on the on the podcast here right now. We'll we'll just start with this cold open, so I don't have to edit a, a new another uh, open. But um, my so when we first started getting the rumors, my initial reaction was like, first of all, the Brian Kelly culture that he has is not. It's very non or dissimilar I guess is the word to LSU culture that Ed Ogeron and Les Miles um have have set in place and and kind of you know Saban bleeding into to Les Miles but definitely with Ogeron you know we're gonna go and and um just kind of a playing fast and loose I guess kind of culture um so definitely I think it's definitely gonna be a culture shock and my second reaction was like, surely this isn't Woodward's ace in the hole. Like, there's got to be other options. But having thought about it, you know, put some some thought into it. Looking at the record, and we can get into to his record and his career so far. His resume. He is the winningest coach in college football right now. He's been extremely successful at Notre Dame when. There's all kinds of like regulations and um, roadblocks for recruiting, and now he's got LSU, all of the resources of LSU at his disposal, and I think it's going to be a great hire. Matthew, I'll, I'll throw it over to you because you're pumped about this. So, what are your thoughts? Uh, so first of all, um, LSU is like you said, Berg. LSU is getting the winningest active coach right now in college football. This is probably the, this is by far without a doubt, the greatest hire in football that LSU has ever made other than Nick Saban. You know, this is the most accomplished coach, um, you know, right now in the game, he's 263, 96 overall in two. Uh, He's six and five in bowl games, but um just a very, very uh, experienced coach. He was the um, Eddie Robinson coach of the year. He's the Home Depot coach of the year. Uh, SN coach of the year. Walter Camp coach of the year. Bobby Dodd coach of the year. He has a lot of accolades for it. And, um, you know, just, just a coach that I think that a lot of us, like you said, just, you know, I never really heard Brian Kelly's name until you know a couple until of hours today ago. yeah i mean he said he he quoted mike tomlin uh well not necessarily quoted but he was like mike tomlin said it best 
there's got to be a magic fairy godmother with a $250 million check. And my wife is still going to have to look at the check before we make a decision. He said that last week. So automatically, I mean, he wasn't even on my radar. I thought after Lincoln Riley went, it might be maybe Lane Kiffin, maybe Urban Meyer, maybe Matt Rule in our wildest dreams, Matt Rule. But um, definitely, like you said, was not expecting him. And that's, I mean, this is Woodward's MO. You know, it's not necessarily a sexy hire, but it's definitely a splash. Like, this is one of the top head coaches in college football right now. And he's proven that he's successful as a head coach, which is what we need a head coach, not a coordinator, not an assistant, a head coach. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I've definitely, I've come around. I've changed my Twitter profile picture. I've come around. I think we're going to be in good hands. And I think, too, this is what LSU needs. We've had these two cartoon characters that have won national championships, but we've been on the roller coaster of LSU football for the past, like, two decades since Saban left. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think a solid X's and O's football coach that's going to be the CEO of the program is going to do very well with the talent and the resources that LSU has. Well, well, he's not just a, you know, he was a coordinator and shit, but, you know, he was a very successful head coach. He's been a head coach multiple stops from 1991 and 2003 at Grand Valley State. He was 118-35 and two. Uh, from 2004-2006 at Central Michigan, he was 19 and 16. At Cincinnati, on Cincinnati, he was really he was really good. Cincinnati, he was 34 and six. From 2006 2009, and a Notre Dame, he was actually 92 and 39. I put uh, he was he had 113 wins overall at Notre Dame, but that's wrong. He uh, actually is the winningest coach in the history of Notre Dame football, passing the legendary Newt Rockney. So I mean, you know, a lot of people, you know, Newt Rockney, you know, one of the greatest coaches in the history of college football. Um, this is a game-changing hire. Like this is something that a lot of people, um, you know, a lot. I think I feel like a lot of people have you know the differences and stuff because he's not like Ogeron, he's not like Les Miles, but like you said, Burke. He's a no-nonsense, no-bullshit kind of a coach that LSU needs to have. Yeah, especially amid the Title IX crap that's going on right now. You know, right? He's coming to, you know, coach football and win football games. He's 60 years old, probably nearing the end of his career, and it feels like one of those where he's like all in, coming to use his years of experience and and coach at the highest level in college football so um yeah gunner what are your thoughts on this what what's going through your head well um i i agree with you on the on your initial reaction like what's going on but you know is this is this really what we're gonna do um but the the quote from the dark knight from batman comes into my head uh-huh <laughs> we deserve the hero we need right but exactly you know it, it, and um i don't know i see i see mixed reactions so far on reddit and all that um but i think from just in like the four hours that this was like hey it looks like we're targeting brian kelly to hey this is the guy we're hiring him right people have all gone from wait are we sure like what what's going on to okay not what i expected but i'm freaking pumped right so 
I agree with y'all. This is this is a good it's a good coach. He's not a flashy hire. He's not going to be a young, innovative mind, but um, you know, proven success. You can't. I guess you can't really go wrong with that. Exactly. Right. Yeah, definitely not a gamble pick for sure. You know, not a gamble at all. The only thing the the biggest roadblock I, I truly believe he's going to face is the culture at LSU is different than the schools that he's been at. But once he gets well, that re- region two, region two, right? Never coached in the South before, so that's going to be a, a change for him. But he's trained. You know, it it's like Ed Ogeron coached at many different schools to prepare for his time at LSU. Well, Brian Kelly coached for years and years and years and has been successful for decades. And I think he's prepared at this point to come in and be successful. Yeah. Yeah. No question about that, Berg. He, you know, he's 60 years old and you know, he hasn't, he hasn't won a national championship. He's won, um, He's won two national championships in Division Two with uh, Grand Valley State, the Lakers. Um, <laughs> nice, <laughs> but but uh, but yeah, but but he but he has you know he has championships. Yeah, you know, they're not you know Division One. He's led Notre Dame to um, Did a he BCS win a, national got, title in 2012. Right, and they went to uh, two college ball playoff uh, two college ball playoff appearances. Um, you know, and now he's going to turn those appearances into championships. Write it, wins, put it in, wins, and then and then maybe championships too. And, but honestly, and championships. I, he's gonna come in. He's gonna win two or three. He's gonna ride off into the sunset, retire, national champ. Dave Veranda is gonna come from Baylor after winning <laughs> there. Oh, hey. And <laughs> get, get I was hoping touch. it would be Dave Veranda before he he uh, before this these rumors started. So has he had a losing season? At Notre Dame, uh, actually, yes, he has. Um, his first his uh, so Notre Dame actually got had to vacate 2012 and 2013 season in the wins. Uh, I'm not sure what happened, but I think, but um, he he has he had one losing season in Notre Dame in 2016, and uh, I remember that quite well because they had uh, Brian Van Gorder as their defensive coordinator. And they fired him, and I think their defense just was not – their defense was like one of the worst in the country. But that was in 2016. In 2017, they uh, they went to the Citrus Bowl. They actually beat LSU. He's he's at, Brian Kelly is actually 2-0 and against LSU in bowl games. So, yeah, I mean, he's, he's already beaten LSU, but, yeah. you know, hey, you know, come join us. Come join LSU. Come join it. This so shows be- how spoiled that we are as a fan base, too, because going from – well, one, you know, we had Les Miles, who had a couple of good seasons. You know, he he had winning seasons, you know, and that's yeah. what more can you ask for. And then, well, I mean, I guess there's a lot more you can ask for, but still, not the worst. And then you get Ed Ogeron, like you said, cartoon character. Had, well, no, you know, no, you, no. Greatest you, you, season in college football of all time, of course, but then two back-to-back, barely, you know, barely not above losing. And then we – Find out we're getting Brian Kelly, and everyone's first reaction at any other college yeah. would probably be like ecstatic, like right. holy moly! Yeah, and we're just like, uh, okay, exactly. But to, to the more you think about it, it's yeah. it's awesome. 
And to that point, exactly. I've seen so many people that weren't in the LSU media and aren't LSU fans, like reacting to the Twitter reaction from LSU media and fans being like, what are y'all talking about? Like, this is, he's one of the best coaches of all time. Like, this is a great hire. I'd, I'd love to have him on, you know, on my team. So I, I think that is exactly right. Gunner, like, the reaction from the LSU fan base is like, what the hell? But from other fan bases, they're like, dude, that's an incredible hire. He he's Josh Pate from 24 seven sports was like, I've been begging teams in the sec to look at him and nobody has. And now finally he's getting a shot at a real conference. So, uh, so I'm ready on Twitter. Uh, so Walker Howard, uh, you know, one of the top quarterbacks, uh, in uh, according to two, four, two four seven sports out of St. Thomas More in Lafayette, um, Walker Howard was asked about uh, Brian Kelly, and uh, he said that he's going to bring us to national championships. Walker Howard actually uh, visited Notre Dame this season, and Brian Kelly. So, I think I think Walker Howard's locked up, and I think he's going to stay for LSU, stay at LSU. I think that you know hiring Brian Kelly. You know, that that's a lock for him. Um, and another thing that this actually does for LSU is, I mean, Brian Kelly has spent many, many decades in the Midwest. That's now going to open up recruit recruiting, expand recruiting to like cities like Chicago, yeah, to you know, just the North and everything, Michigan, right, uh, Ohio, New York. I mean, and there there are some great athletes up there. And now that Brian Kelly's making a you know a very very big step, I think that there are several players. There's actually a couple of players on his roster right now in Notre Dame, uh, Logan Diggs. So Logan Diggs was a four-star running back out of Archbishop Romo High School who committed to Notre Dame, and LSU was in a a strong push to get him. But, uh, you know, he may may end up transferring. He may come back home. Yeah. I know that. Max, you can go ahead. You can continue. I I know that the the Catholic League in New Orleans, so the Catholic League is – is all the, the big Catholic schools in New Orleans, Rummel, Jesuit, Brother Martin, Shaw, St. Augustine, Catholic High, uh, Brother Martin. You know, those schools have a lot of great athletes, but LSU – I'm not saying LSU hasn't been – has missed out on those athletes, but now that someone like Brian Kelly, you know, coached at Notre Dame – and I, I'm, I'm maybe I'm being a little too religious right here, but I think a lot of those kids are going to look at it, LSU and say, hey, you know, I think I'm going to go to LSU. Yeah. Maybe so. Um, Mac had just sent that tweet, and that was it, that was the the next question that I was going to ask was going to be about what do y'all predict his uh, his actions moving forward with like the coordinators and stuff will be. Um, right, right. Which which that what Mac just sent, uh, I guess gives a little idea of, of I guess not coordinator wise, but uh, with some of the coaching staff. So, so I think that you know, so Notre Dame's defensive coordinator, we all know, is is Marcus Freeman, and uh, last season LSU made a strong push to try to land Marcus Freeman as um, you know defensive coordinator, and it failed. He went to Notre Dame. Um, there's a pretty good chance that Freeman could follow um, Brian Kelly to back to LSU, unless if Notre Dame offers him the head coaching job, which. You know, I, I don't know anything. There's no details about that yet. Um, I read that, that uh, well, and, you know, 
who no one knows anything, I guess, but someone said they, they think that it'll be Fickle that'll end up being the coach there. Luke Fickle, yeah, uh, Matt Campbell, Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer, John Gruden, <laughs> th- th- those guys, Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think if Bill O'Brien will go anywhere, it'll probably be Duke. That, that, that's, that's where I predict, I'm predicting him to go because he was, he coached, I think he was like the offensive coordinator there one year and, a lot of Duke fans are tweeting like, "And we want Bill O'Brien." It's like, "Oh, well, he's kind of shitty at Alabama." Dude, the funniest tweet I've seen all day just came in. This is from Kevin Clark at by Kevin Clark. This is an era-defining game of musical chairs that involves hundreds of millions of dollars and the looming threat that someone will end up with Bill O'Brien. That is, that's <laughs> hilarious. Because yeah. even I was like. Please, for the love of Christ, do not give us Bill O'Brien. Like, hopefully, that's not our our splash hire. But, but yeah, so I'm. I, I think I, I wasn't Justin Vincent's prediction that everybody, you know, a lot of people, and even Matt Moscona was saying that he had intel that a lot of people are going to like this hire. It's not going to be somebody that's too polarizing. So, I think I think LSU fans are going to come around once we realize that we have like an actual football coach instead of. Just the Cajun guy from La Rose that grew up an LSU fan, <laughs> you know. Yeah, like I mean, I think that, like we said, this this is this is something that LSU has been lacking for years. You know, we we had Nick Saban, you know, Les Miles won a championship, but Les Miles and Ed Ogeron, their only goal was to win the press conference. Because yeah. once Les Miles won, it's like oh, you know, it's all about the you know, we we see, we have all the classic clips of Les Miles, grass, is a stiff but, dude. Um, and then and then and and same thing with Ed Ogeron too. But now we finally got a coach who I mean now like you said earlier he, he's, he's yeah. not as friendly in the media. But we we, we don't know. I mean we, we Brian Kelly I think you know being Notre Dame for you know ten plus seasons that that program there's a lot of expectation for him. Um, Notre Dame is you know a very good program, but I think that now some of that pressure kind of leans off of him now. And now he gets to come to LSU. Where I mean, it's it's not it's not pressured for him. He's stepping in. The thing is, he is stepping into a gold mine. Yeah. Of talent. Yeah. There 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 will be uh, players that will decommit. There will be players that are going to leave. But you know, because of Brian Kelly's success, I really doubt it. There's going to be a lot of great players that are going to leave. LSU has proven that even this season, last season, you know their their defense. Was were playing with just backups, and those backups were starring. Yeah, and I just think that we almost that beat LSU, Alabama with like the sh- a shamble. You know, our team was, has been in shambles really since 2020. Like after everybody vacated after 2019, like yeah. we've just been in shambles. So um, yeah, I think we're going to be in good shape, real good shape moving forward if if we stay healthy. It shows too that we're we mean business. We're not trying to take risks. We're not trying to see what could happen. We're we're like at a point where we're just we just want to win. Correct. Yes. Correct. Correct. And that's what I, I tweeted it out. The 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 my initial reaction was Brian Kelly is not a good culture fit. Uh, a coach like Lane Kiffin or Mario Cristobal would be a good culture fit. They would build on what we already have, but that would be a riskier kind of a see what happens pick whereas this is almost guaranteed success hopefully and culture's changed too so right yeah I, i'm gonna i'm gonna say it uh no no disrespect to lane kiffin 
But I think that I've, I've kind of held this back, but he's too immature for the LSU job. He's way too immature for the job. I'm gonna get. I don't give a shit if I, I don't give a shit if I get criticized for this at all. He's too immature. He tweets <laughs> no, a lot of things. Nobody's that, coming you know, after you, Matthew. That, it, nobody's it's, coming it's, after it's, you. It's it's the same problem. <laughs> it's the same exact problem that Ryan Miles have done. And I just think that if you hire Lane Kiffin, you're gonna have more problems. He's a great offensive guy. He's a great offensive coach. He, you know, Matt Corral, you know, probably number one overall pick, may win the Heisman. We don't know. Nobody so was going to go after Matthew until he said that. Now, right, exactly. What the now hell? Come after me. Come after me. me. Yeah, the, the, tweet me but, uh, at tweet me tweet me on my new Twitter. Yeah, your uh, new Twitter. M a t t m v. No, no, my new Twitter. M a t t forty seven m v. Tweet me. I don't care. Nice. I think that it's a great heart, dude. It's yeah. I'm like sweating. This is yeah. like. <laughs> this is like this is like something that I never thought yeah. we would have to do. But yeah, so um, just for for time's sake, um, we can move to uh, Lincoln Riley. I guess I mean that almost is like an afterthought at this point. Definitely crazy. I wasn't expecting it. Um, I was I was expecting him to either stay or come to LSU. Just because of all the smoke, where there's smoke, there's fire, a lot of rumors that he's coming to LSU. Obviously, he comes out with a press conference on Saturday night that says, let me stop you right there, I'm not going to be the head coach at LSU. I thought, surely that's a Nick Saban moment, I'm not going to be the Alabama coach. And he ends up going to USC, and the deal with USC is unbelievable. USC buys... Both of his houses in Oklahoma and buys him his new house in Los Angeles um, or, or Southern, you know, wherever U.S. Southern California. I don't know if it's actually in Los Angeles, but anyway. Um, and they also get 24-7 access to the private jet for his entire family. So um, huge, huge deal. Um, obviously people were saying, you know, Lane, uh, Lincoln Riley doesn't want to play in the sec. He's, you know, dodging the, the competition, but with that kind of deal, I mean, you have to take a deal that's offering you, um, that kind of stuff. And that's not even including the money. I think he's getting paid like a hundred million dollars too. So, yeah. Well, I mean, so when the news first came out yesterday, you know, I, like all of you, you know, upset about it because, you know, it's like USC just stole one over us. USC just stole, you know, a coach, you know, a coach that LSU was targeting. But I, I kind of thought about it and I said, you know what? I mean, and Gunner, Gunner said it yesterday, actually. Uh, there was someone on Reddit. What, Gunner, what, what do they say that um, Lincoln Riley gave the SEC the biggest compliment? Yeah, because he, because, you know, Oklahoma, they're moving to the SEC in the, at the end of what next season or in two seasons? Yeah, um, he in he's, so he's two opportunities. You know, Oklahoma is going to pay him well to keep him there. LSU is going to pay him well to come here, but he sees obviously, you know, he does not want to come coaching the SEC, which is the best conference in college football, undisputed for years and years and years, decades. So all that says to me is that, you know, he. He sees a threat. He doesn't want to come here because he knows he probably won't win. Whereas yeah. USC, you're playing Washington, Oregon. I mean, you're playing te- – with although Oregon's not that bad this year. But No, they're, they're, they're good. They're, they're yeah, okay. Where, but, 
with the coaches and the recruits and all that that he's going to bring there, there USC is about to run the Pac-12 for a while. Yep. Yeah, there, there's no question about that because and, – and, and I think another, there's a couple of reasons why, you know, I think Lincoln Riley chose USC over LSU. You know, it has to do you – know, Lincoln Riley not wanting to go to the SEC. Uh, he was never really in favor of the move. And, he, you know, he said he wasn't going to be the next head coach at LSU, and he wasn't. But, um, you know, I think that some some moves, the reason why he went to USC, uh, number one, easy to win that conference. Like you said, yep. Gunnar, it's easy to win that conference. Yep. Number two, his offense is actually – your LSU, apparently. His <laughs> yeah. offense is actually uh, already installed at USC already. I'm going to pull it up right here real fast. Um, the co- The roster. Yeah, the coach's roster. One like sec. you said, yeah, yeah. While you're pulling that up, like you said, Gunner, when USC is good, they dominate that conference almost automatically. The only major competition sometimes is Oregon and Washington. Washington just got a new head coach. Oregon, they're really successful right now with Mario Cristobal, but he's showed. Well, the rumor is that he's showing signs that he's going to move on to like a Miami job or somewhere in the SEC. So as soon as Oregon loses Mario Cristobal, the whole Pac-12 is just going to be dominated by a U- a good USC team, and that's where right. Lincoln Riley comes in perfectly. So yeah, and uh, I got I got so I got two things. So on USC's coaching staff, I think the main reason why Lincoln Riley chose that job is because the offensive coordinator Graham Harrell, the offensive line coach Clay McGuire, the running back coach Mike Jinks. And the tight end coach, Seth Doge, what they all have in common with, with Lincoln Riley is they have all served or played for Texas Tech so they, and, and, and they are a part of the air raid system. So Lincoln Riley can go there right away, play with that offense. By the way, you know, the, Oklahoma had several recruits from Los Angeles who all decommitted. And, uh, you know, I think two of them committed to uh, USC. Right now, I think the, the the quarterback I think is undecided, but um, but I think the, the the thing about this hire that makes it great is is that USC is a sleeping giant in the Pac-12. They are a sleeping giant. They're a story program. I think they've won four or five, I think six national championships overall. And you know, for for a whole decade after Pete Carroll, they've just been quiet. They had they went and hired they stole they you know hired Lane Kiffin from Tennessee, and it just turned it just blew up and wasn't good. They had Ed Ogeron as an interim coach, and everybody thought Ed O would get the job. But you know, politics played in that. You know, obviously, you know, USC is not going to hire a coach from with a cage, you know, a, with a Cajun yeah. voice, right? And um, so then they go and hire C. Sarkeesian, and you know, C. Sarkeesian drank himself out of that job. <laughs> yeah, Sark, and um, yeah, Sark, and he's then about they to hired, lose the Texas they, job too. Yeah, and then they hired Clay Helton. And Clay Helton, you know, just like Ogeron, the interim coach, just give him a chance. And, you know, Helton had a Rose Bowl win, but, you know, just hasn't done anything since. And USC, you know, they fired Helton before LSU made the move on Ogeron. So I I think that USC, for the whole time, went into this and said, we want one guy and one guy only, Lincoln Riley. Yep. And it's funny because Lincoln Riley said that that USC called him Saturday night. And they made the deal on Sunday morning. Like, get the hell out of here! Like that—that that had to be set in place, you know, 
at least weeks ahead of time, maybe months. Because yeah, yeah, especially for him to make that comment after the game like that, like so off the bat. Yeah, because you know LSU was pushing hard for him. Right. Yeah. So for him to definitively say that, you know that either either something fell through big or that that deal came up before then. Yeah. You know you know the stark difference between Lincoln Riley and Brian Kelly. Lincoln Riley has only been a head coach for for um like five year five seasons. <laughs> Meanwhile, you know Brian Kelly's not old. You know he's not you know it's nothing old to him at all. He's yeah. You know, I think thirty seasons. Plus, I think thir- thirty one seasons plus. So yeah. Um. Yep. Oh, uh, by the way, I just uh, got a. Uh, I saw a tweet. So LSU is planning to retain running back coach Kevin Falk and defensive back coach Corey Raymond on the staff. Uh, that is huge for LSU to help in recruiting. Kevin yeah. Falk uh, landed uh, Corey Kiner and Amarna Goodwin in recruiting last year, uh, two of the top running backs in I think two four seven sports. And you know Corey Raymond's been a fixture at LSU. You know the 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 godfather of DBU. And I think you know, I think you know he wants to be at LSU. So I think it's a great, uh, it's a great fit. But we we can move back on. Yeah, that was the the tweet I was referencing earlier. I guess we we forgot to mention. Yeah, uh, that Mac had sent us. Yeah, shout out to Mac Thompson. Yeah, shout out to Mac Thompson. So now, so think about this. So now the SEC West now has Nick Saban at Alabama, Sam Pittman at Arkansas, Brian Harson at Auburn. Uh, Brian Kelly at LSU, Mike Leach at Mississippi State, Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss, and Jimbo Fisher at Texas A&M. Insane. Wow. wow. Insane. And I thought yeah. I thought it was crazy when we had Ogeron, but now truly some like heavy hitters, historic contenders, like you know, really a good game, football coaches. A game changing hire. Yep. Period. Yep. Great final thoughts there, Matthew. Way to wrap it up. Good segue. Um, so, yeah, just to, to explain, we'll probably have an episode later this week. We just wanted to cover the the urgent breaking, you know, emergency news. Um, we'll probably have a, a longer episode later this week covering the A&M game. Final game for Ed Ogeron. We'll probably do a tribute for him. Um, we'll briefly discuss the uh, Saints season because they are – not looking hot. Um, and then we'll hopefully we get some more information about the contract and some of the other coaches and recruits and stuff. And we'll have more for you guys later this week. Thank you all for listening. Once again, we appreciate each and every one of you guys. Um, yeah. Oh man, Brian Kelly, the head coach of LSU. It's, it's happening. It's for real. Stay calm. Yeah. Stay calm. What's the procedure? Stay calm. <laughs> but in Woodward, wow, man. In, Wood, in Woodward, we I'm, trust. In Woodward, we trust. Yep. All righty. Sure. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. No. Go Tigers. Go, no, no, no. That, 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 that doesn't exist anymore. Go now tigers. it's just go Tigers. Uh, yeah. Go Tigers. <laughs>